Welcome to Mama's Workless Make More podcast. I am your host, Ronza Potter. I'm a mom and a certified life coach. I am here to teach you how to manage your brain, emotions, and time to build a profitable online business while working less and without getting burned out in the process. Hi, mamas! Welcome to episode number 28 of Mama's Workless Make More podcast. How are you feeling today, mamas? Today, I have a very, very special guest. Her name is Nicole Barker. She's an amazing attraction marketing strategist, and she created the remarkable, fantastic Facebook group, Client Attraction Secrets for Wonder Women. Nicole grew her Facebook group to almost 10,000 members in less than seven months and she started her group just like back in march and now she almost has like ten thousand members how crazy is that now she's making eighty thousand dollars a month just from her facebook group and she's still growing her empire she's a mom of two wonder kids beach loving traveler who cannot get enough of chasing sunsets around the world nicole talks about how she grew her facebook group and how she made it profitable Although she had no experience before in the online business or Facebook groups, she talks about strategies and challenges and how having the right mindset is extremely important in business. I truly enjoy talking to Nicole. She's amazing. You'll learn so, so, so much from her. So enjoy the conversation. Hi, mamas. Today, I have a very, very special guest with me. Her name is Nicole Barker, and I'm so excited she's here with us today. Nicole is the most amazing attraction client strategist. She's the creator of Client Attraction Secrets for Wonder Women Facebook group. If you haven't checked her out, the Facebook group, you should. It's really amazing. After the interview. Nicole started her Facebook group back in March, and the group has grown to almost 10,000 members just in seven months, and she's crushing it, and she's helping so many women entrepreneurs crush it in their own businesses. She's a true example of what's possible for all women entrepreneurs in the online business world. And she's also a mom of two wonder kids. She's a beach-loving traveler who cannot get enough of chasing sunsets around the world. Hi, Nicole. How are you doing? Hi, Bronze. It's so great to be here. I'm good. That was a really good intro. <laughs> yes, this is how much I'm impressed by you. <laughs> I I'm over the Facebook group and I love your energy. I love your vibes and everything that you teach is so inspiring, so powerful. This is yeah, what women thank need. You. Thank yeah. you. I love it. I love doing the Facebook group. It's, it's seriously, it's my favorite like task of the day. You know, it, move, it moves the profit lever, which is great, but I seriously love it. I love to show up in there because there's so many amazing women. It's yes. Yes, there are. <laughs> <laughs> and you brought us together. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so how about you tell my audience, you know, a little bit of yourself. Just introduce yourself first. Well, hey everybody, how's it going out there in kid land? <laughs> I have to share that I am a young mom. I am a young mom. I am 35, but my son is 15. <laughs> so I got started early um, and I, I got lucky, I think, you know, like I, my kids are really good kids. I have my 15 year old, he's, he's a 
jujitsu kid. So he's very driven. He's very focused, um, very laid back, in fact, which makes no sense. Right. <laughs> I am not laid back. How did that happen? <laughs> no, it's not from my side, I'll tell you that much. Um, but he is very laid back, very funny kid. Um, and my daughter is 10. Penny's 10 and she is a handful. If I always tell everybody that if I had to have that one first, I'd have never had another one. She is she has got all of the fire. She has all of the fire and she is spunky and precocious and the best negotiator you have ever seen. Um, I let her do some of my sales pitch videos. It's hilarious. <laughs> I saw them and she's amazing. I'm like, she's ready. She's Did you see her? Facebook group. She's, she's wonderful. <laughs> she has a TikTok. She's, oh, she says God. that she's too young for Facebook, that she wants a TikTok. So she has a TikTok and, um, a couple of her TikTok videos have like, I'm not even kidding, like 500,000 things on them or whatever. I don't really know that much about TikTok, but it's like 500,000 likes or views or whatever the hell it is. She's wow. so, she's on there, right? Like she, she has the presence. Um, and it's really interesting to like watch their little personalities develop. You know, I, I don't know how you were with your kids, Ronza, but like I'm, I love them the older they get. Like, I like to watch them become adults. Like, that's the joy that I find in parenting is, like, watching their, like, their spirit grow into that, um, I don't know, the way their wit develops, right? Super interesting. Yeah. And I think yeah. that as, as entrepreneurial parents, it's different, right? Like, I just... Different. It's so different. I see like a lot of her friends and like the expectations and all the things. Nathan doesn't hang out with his friends very much. He's just kind of like, whatever. They're, they hang out with each other on video game land. Yes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so I never see them because they're all just plugged into something all the time. Um, you know, and at this point, it's like, I can't, I, I feel bad even stopping them, right? Yes. But um, with my daughter, she's a big friend person. She likes to have the friends over. So I get to hear the friends perspectives of things and I, I think that it's drastically different to be an entrepreneurial parent right <laughs> I'm sure it is can you explain like how different I mean I think that it's kind of a strange thing because we don't have the nine to five right so like we're not gone like I'm here all the time and I still feel like I don't get enough time with them which I think is interesting but I I mean I guess I'm out I'm in the office I'm working right but they have a very different view of money than their friends do. Interesting. Um, very different view of money. And I mean, I've, I guess I've only raised them the way I've raised them, right? <laughs> like, I don't have anything to compare it to. But my kids, um, like Penny had last year, we live across the street from the school. Penny had a lemonade stand. Wow. <laughs> and, you know, we have a very bright yellow house and it's literally like right across the street from the school. So she set up a little lemonade stand and she went out there and she built the thing and she was very proud of it and all the stuff. And, um, all, for all the listeners here, I formerly was a beverage consultant, a bar consultant. So I know how to mix things up pretty well. So she's been around, she's been around the booze and the drinks and the batching cocktails her whole life. That was funny. So she's fresh squeezing the juice and making the syrups and, and she does homemade lemonade. You know, it's a real, real good stuff. Right. And she wanted to do it in these cute little bottles that she, you know, we ordered off Amazon and we did the thing. And we, I had her write like a P and L sheet for everything. 
Wow. Oh and it was God. so funny. It was so funny. And I was thinking to myself as I'm buying all of these bottles and juicing all these lemons and doing all this stuff, I'm like, you know, she's probably going to get out there and she's going to make like $6 and she's, you know, it's going to break her little heart. No, like, I don't say those things, right? I just go with it, do the thing, do whatever. She, I let her take the lead because yeah. let me, let me tell you with Penelope, there is no other way. So I let her take the lead and they do the thing. She gets out there Wow. And is consistently every day of the week for after school making $50. She's selling 50 bottles of lemonade every wow. day. You taught her well, Nicole. <laughs> That's what it means that you taught her well. You inspired her to do that. Crazy. I mean, she was like that one, like the one week that she did every day, she was like really gung ho about it. You know, it's like the one week that she did it every day, she made like, $250. Wow. Like, wow. What am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, that's, I love that you talked about this because, you know, as moms, we're not just moms. We are, we are, we're the inspiration for our kids. So we, when we start our online businesses, we tell them that you have a lot of choices in life. You can be whatever you want to be, especially our girls. Like you can be whatever you want to be. And it's a choice you can make every day. And everything is possible. Nothing is limited at all. And, you know, my kid is still 10 months, so I can't talk about that. <laughs> you know, I got my kid when I was older, like in my, you know, I was 32. So, uh, so just 10 months. So, but I'm all, I just want to be that example for her, like be highly driven and be ambitious and just nothing is impossible. Whatever, even, even if it sounds like impossible, you cannot really reach it. Just go for it. doesn't matter. I love that. I love that. I really have, I've taken that kind of language out of my parenting style. Like I don't ever encourage my children to be realistic. I don't ever encourage my children to, you know, go with the flow or assimilate, um, which, you know, they get in some trouble for sure at school. Like, because I certainly get in some trouble at school. They want to be different. <laughs> You want to be different. <laughs> I don't believe in that. I don't believe in go along to get along. Like yeah. I, I think that that mindset is dangerous and I, right. I don't want my children to go along to get along. I want my children to think for themselves. And if that challenges what the school has to say about things, I'm going to support my children. I mean, you know, as long as I feel like they're ethically in the, in the morally in the clear here, but um, I don't make them conform. I don't make them do what everybody else does. Um, and that's challenging for them at times because they don't always fit the mold and they don't always fit in. Um, and you know, I actually had, I had a really interesting, uh, Oh, you guys will love this. I had a very interesting conversation, um, with one of her teachers when she was in third grade, she was in third grade and he was a, it was his first year teaching. Um, I don't know, nice guy, whatever. Um, in the beginning of the year, like I was, I was a bar consultant still then. And so he had mentioned something in the parent teacher conference, you know, he was kind of like, oh, well maybe you could like, you know, get me a bartending job or hire me at the bar that you're consulting for or all this stuff or whatever. And I, we had a good laugh about it and it was all fun. Right. Yeah. Well then, you know, little kid career day comes. Okay. And you know, Penny is what, eight, seven, eight in third grade. Okay. And so they ask her and they say, what do you want to be when you grow up? And she has this list, right? <laughs> she has, she has a chronological list of what she's going to do and how she's going to do it. Right. So she's like, well, first I'm going to be a bartender and then I'm going to be a photographer and then I'm going to get my engineering degree and blah, 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 all this stuff. Like, you know, I, then I take over the world. <laughs> 
<laughs> and everyone does what I say, right? Um, is, is basically how that story ends. But she says this thing and he tells her, he says, oh, you, you want to be a bartender? Like maybe you should plan, maybe you should make a plan B for that because, you know, bartenders don't make a lot of money and they're not very good for, it's not very good for staying home with your family. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> Um, that teacher did not have a good day. Let me tell you, ladies. Oh yeah, I would be that the teacher. Did not have a good day. <laughs> I said, "You said what to my child? You said what to my seven-year-old? Are you insane? Are you insane?" And it was this thing of like, you know, I mean, I was a bar consultant. I mean, you know, teachers here. Um, in Nevada are, are not making what they're worth by any means, you know, they're making, you know, maybe, maybe $32,000 a year. And like, you're going to tell my child that m the career that her parent is in is not lucrative and not conducive for raising a family. Like you're going to hear it from me, you know, especially because I literally make four times what you make working half the time that you work. Exactly. So <laughs> exactly. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to go to school and get a degree to, mm -hmm. you know, be respected by everyone. This is, I mean, you don't have to do that. <laughs> There's different <laughs> ways to make money and live the life you want. <laughs> Just so you were, you were a bar um, consultant, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. then what? Tell us, like, what? How did, it, how did it end up here, Nicole? This is what we want to hear. <laughs> well, I was a bar consultant for 10 years. Um, I'm very, like, very prominent in the bar world. I've won international cocktail competitions. I've been all over. I've done a lot of work with that. Um, and I, back before, all, this was pre-COVID, I just had finished a consulting project, and I'm actually opening my own restaurant here locally in Reno. So we had bought a property. We're doing all the construction stuff. And as you can imagine, that is a nightmare dealing with permits and all the stuff. Yeah. So construction was taking quite a bit of time and I was bored. <laughs> so I would, fell into a funnel on Facebook and I started doing Facebook ads through an online program, through Dino's online program. So he has a program that teaches Facebook ads and I didn't know what hit me. I kind of got into a sales call. I didn't know anything about funnels or any of that stuff back then. Um, and I fell into a funnel, got on the phone with Todd, the sales guy, and Todd, the sales guy, just set, sold me right into it, right? Yeah. And so I started doing Facebook ads. And when I did Facebook ads, I'm not super techie, ladies. I am not super techie, but I, I, I can get through and I can follow directions, right? Mm -hmm. When I want to. Um, <laughs> and only when I want to. <laughs> I know that very clearly. That's why I love you. <laughs> um, so I went through the program and I got, I'm, I'm a go-getter, right? Like I'm a hustler. I, I like to do things quickly. I like to make money. I like to be successful. I like to help people. So I got through and I did, I got 10 clients in six weeks. Um, and I was, my head was spinning because of all the tech and all the things that I had to do. And there were so many people in that group that were so helpful that really helped me get through the tech and all the things. Um, but they were like, how did you do this? <laughs> like wow. do what like I didn't know that it was weird like how was I gonna know that it was weird right yeah. and so Dina reached out to me and Dina was like tell me how you got all these clients because this is not typical and I'm like okay so like I break down the thing and he looks at me and goes I'm gonna start a coaching beta program <laughs> and so immediately pitches me on on the coaching beta program and so I, I'm the first beta in the program right go in and do the thing and so I start my coaching business and I, you know, at that time I was about done with done for you services with, um, the ads because 
it was a lot of work. Like you're all about not having to work too hard. So you get it. It was a lot of hours and the clients were very, I mean, rightfully so. Like, I, I don't think that they were overly demanding for the situation. I just think that like it tops out at some point, right? It just wasn't scalable. Um, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do more than I was doing. And I was making 10, 12,000 a month. So I was, I was happy with that, but it was like, and also 60 hours a week, right? oh and no, no life, <laughs> no life and stressful 60 hours a week. Not, right. not fun hanging out on podcasts with you kind of hours yeah. per week, but like stressful, like are the ads performing? Did I do everything right? Did I push all the buttons? I mean, it was like a lot of things, right? And I wasn't getting to see my kids and it was just, it was a lot. So when I moved into the coaching space, I started this group, Client Attraction Secrets for Wonder Women. Um, and in this group, I started on March 25th. Um, and I started adding women to it. And I did the thing and I started talking to people. Um, I actually didn't do a live in my group, if you can believe this. I didn't do a live in my group till there were a thousand members in there. So I'd actually already launched my beta. I'd had my first beta group of women go through before I ever even did a live in the group. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> Which seems crazy now because I do them like every day now. But um, I was terrified. And so I got through the beta program and I, I brought people on into this client attraction program where I'm teaching experts. Like you're already an expert in your field. I'm teaching you how to align that expertise with social media so that you can attract clients, not do cold outreach because spoiler alert, I hate cold outreach. <laughs> like out of the book. Yeah, it's work and it's scary and it's rejection and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the story behind Client Attraction Secrets for Wonder Women? Tell us like how come you came up with the idea, the name, and you guys, you should see the logo. You should see the banner. It's fantastic. I really want you to go join the group right now and just see it. It's, it's amazing. Nicole is really very, very smart. So yeah, tell us the story behind that. Well, for the branding piece for this, um, I actually stumbled through another group that I just, you know, I started, it was called Lead Magnet, some, Lead Magnet Mastermind, and it just wasn't performing the way that I wanted it to. And um, my coach, you know, kind of came, came in there and swooped in and said, Nicole, you have to work with all women. And I said, no. <laughs> I used a much more colorful word. <laughs> We're censoring right now for your children. Yes. <laughs> but I use a much more colorful word um, because, you know, truth be told, I have not had a great experience with women in the past. I have had a lot of struggle and strife with the girl, the cattiness, all of the drama. And I'm, I just, I relate with men so much better. Um, I, I've been like that my whole life. Um, and so I was very, very resistant to the idea of niching down to women. Um, it just hadn't served me very well in the past. But Dino's very persistent, and I did promise him that I would be coachable. Annoying, I know. So I gave in, <laughs> and I said, fine. <laughs> I said, fine, fine, I will do it. I will niche down to women, and when it fails, I'll go back to men. <laughs> so I sat down, and I came down with this, this concept, right? I, I knew that what I was going to coach was client attraction, right? I knew, I knew that I was coaching attraction-based marketing. That's, that's what I'm good at. That's what my skill set is. And that's what I wanted to help other women with. Um, 
I knew that I was going to help them get more and better clients. That was mm -hmm. the premise, right? Yeah. So I wanted the group to absolutely fulfill a need just by the title. I did a lot of market research. I was really understanding what was going on in this giant group world that I knew nothing about. Right. A year ago, I, didn't, I knew nothing that any of this even existed. And so it's like this secret world that I kind of stumbled on of these giant giant Facebook groups full of women. So yeah. I started looking around and what I noticed everyone complaining about, because in my group, I'm not big on complaining, but in these other groups, what I noticed people were complaining about was I can't get clients. I can't get clients. I can't get clients all the time over and over and over and over again. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to put that into the title because I want people to know that this is a place where you can go to get more better clients. So I started with that client attraction secrets, right? It's like client attraction secrets was strong, but I know that I needed to call out my target audience and my target audience started as female entrepreneurs. And let me tell you, ladies, I do not like female entrepreneurs. <laughs> oh my god, Nicole. We explain that a little bit more. <laughs> so the women here don't just leave the conversation. <laughs> Stay here with us. We're gonna learn so much more. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about using the term of female entrepreneur was that I was being so broad and I was attracting so many women that were just not my type of women. They were not in aligned with my vision. Um, they didn't care about helping other people. They only cared about money. And I'm not that person. Like for me, I'm very like heart centered. I'm very, like, I come from a place of true service. Hello, hospitality for the last decade, right? Like I'm a hospitality based person. And so I found that a lot of the women that I was attracting into my programs and my client base was just women I didn't like. They were catty. They were drama filled. They were all about the money. Um, they certainly didn't care about anybody else. And so they weren't going to get results of my program anyways, because my program is very mindset based. These were women who were not interested in mindset work, um, which I find to be astounding that that still even exists. Right. Um, but it does and it's very prevalent. So I know that I needed to niche further than female entrepreneur. That wasn't enough for me. Um, and so I was playing around on, you know, on Pinterest as we do, right? Down the yeah. Pinterest hole. <laughs> Down the Pinterest hole. And I knew that I needed a keyword, right? Like I knew I needed to say women in the group, right? Because Dino said so and all the things. So it had to be client attraction secrets for women. But what kind of women? And I couldn't find a word that I liked. I didn't like entrepreneur. I didn't like business. I didn't like mompreneur. I didn't like any of the preneur hybrids. It just wasn't coming to me. Right. Um, but on Pinterest, something clicked and I saw this image, right? I saw this image of Wonder Woman and it's actually the image that's still like, it's the, the silhouette of what's it's still on there. The, the strong arm, the yeah. strong arm Wonder Woman, right? Um, and I was like, Ooh, I just really liked the image, right? Like I was like, this is who I am. This is what I embody is like this strength and this concept that like, I can do what I want. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's the message that you are sending. Yeah. <laughs> and so I went with Wonder Women and there's this underlying thing, you know, I've been through a lot of trauma in my life, a lot of, a lot of abuse, um, a lot of really difficult things have happened throughout my life. Um, and so there's a lot of injustice, a lot of things that are not quite fair, um, just in circumstances, but also just in how the world is. And Wonder Woman has this presence, this mindset piece that we come into when we develop this character. It's not about this fictional character that 
you know, saves the world and all that stuff. It's more about the fact that she's somebody who stands up for herself. She's somebody that stands up for other people. She's somebody that really cares about the mission, about that bigger, higher purpose. And that really aligns with me because Wonder Woman doesn't do it for the money, right? Like Wonder Woman does it to right the wrongs in the world and to overcome the sense of injustice. And that's how I feel at my core. Like I feel that like it's, it's like a literally like a bell ringing, like a vibration. When I say it, I feel that. And so for me, client attraction secrets for Wonder Woman is born of the concept of overcoming injustice to be your true self. And I am unapologetically my true self in that group in any capacity and it's powerful it is very powerful and i think sorry i interrupted you go ahead sorry (laughs) as women we don't get to be our true selves a lot i think that a lot of times society holds us in place and tells us how we need to act and how we need to be and that we would be a lot prettier if we smiled a little more or you know why don't you act like the other girls um you know has been a big piece for me and i quite honestly sick of it (laughs) yeah and you can and i honestly i love your group i'm sorry the neighbor now wants to mow the lawn again (laughs) so if that's what you hear ladies um i really like your group because you see that vibe, you, you feel it every time you're there. And even from the members that you attracted to your group that we're here for each other. We're not competing. We're not stealing clients from each other. We're supporting each other and I'm here for you to help you. Right. And that I love that vibe in your Facebook group. It's really remarkable and very unique compared to so many Facebook groups I've been in. I just didn't feel that support is there. Um, and what's unique about yours, like, People can promote, women can promote their businesses. And this is the abundance mentality that you have. It's like, you can promote your business. I'm not threatened. I, I have my own people, my own clients, right? And this is abundance. And you can tell that you have that abundance mentality. And it's just fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it's something that just like you, when I was out in those big groups, I mean, there's, there's 400,000 women in a group. Yeah. And they're worried about us promoting. And I'm yeah. like what kind of scarcity, what kind of crazy scarcity mindset are you in as an admin that you're threatened by me when you have 400,000 women in your group? It's very interesting to me. And so when I was developing not just the name and the brand and all the things, but the actual concept of what I wanted to be available in my Facebook group, um, I was not interested in it being this like I don't know. It kind of is this like a, you know, beauty shot group where it's like, oh, this is me and this is my group and come see Nicole. This is client attraction secrets for Nicole, right? Like I didn't want it to be like that. Like so many of the groups are, I didn't want it to be my face plastered all over everything. And you know, some pictures that look nothing like me. Um, I wanted it to be for you. I wanted you to envision yourself in this, in Wonder World, right? Is that, that the strong arm girl on my banner is not me. Yeah. It's you. Yeah. It's you. It's all of us. It's the thing that we have inside of us. And so with that mentality, I wanted women to come in there and actually be able to get more and better clients. And they do, you know, right. people get clients out of my group 
for free without even investing in my programs. They get my free content and learn how to attract more and better clients. Because, hello, spoiler alert, you can't pay. You can't pay for my programs if you don't have any clients. <laughs> it's short-sighted. And I just, I don't even believe in stealing clients. Yeah. Any more than I believe in stealing husbands. If I can steal your husband, he was never yours to begin with. And the same thing with clients. If I can steal your client, they were not aligned with you. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us about the doubts and fears that you had when you started this new group. Well, I mean, I was certainly not pleased about women because I'd only spent time in these women groups where I really thought that it was just going to be like a catty mess, right? Where women were just going to be tearing each other down and being very vicious, which is what I've seen in other groups. Right. Um, I mean, I think it's pretty prevalent. <laughs> Girls are mean. Girls are mean. Um, and so I, I was very concerned about that. I really didn't want that to be the case. And I didn't want to have to really step up and deal with that. I didn't want to have to be the mean girl to hold everybody in place. Um, and to a certain extent, I've, I've found my balance a little bit with that because there are times where I do have to do that. I do have to step into that leadership role and say, no, <laughs> this is not happening. Not on my watch. Get out. Like there is a little bit of that, but quite honestly, with almost 10,000 women, I think I've only had to do it three times. That's so it's pretty good, right? Yeah, <laughs> be nice. <laughs> it could be worse. <laughs> so tell us, I'm sure a lot of mom entrepreneurs now, they're wondering like, how come you grew your Facebook to almost like Facebook group to almost 10,000 members in like less than seven months? Well, I think that the big piece here is the alignment, right? Is that I didn't build a group with this intention of like, okay, like I'm just going to try and corral people in here and I'll figure out what to do with them later. That's not what I did. I had a very clear intention going into this for monetization. Like I was going, like, that's why I built a Facebook group. I built a Facebook group to feed my program. That's what it was for. So I knew that there was an alignment piece there. I had a very clear vision of who I wanted in this group. And so I could create content strategies that really match up with that person and what that person would want from a group. So the alignment piece was there. I launched my beta, my group was three weeks old. My wow. group was three weeks old when I launched my first, my first sold out beta. I sold How 20 people members? in my beta. What? How many members you had when, when you launched your beta program? Less than 500. Wow, okay. There was like, there was like 450, 450 when I launched the beta. Wow. Um, so then I sold 20 women into my beta program and then started that. So I had that alignment piece going. Um, and then also, you know, it's strong branding. It's strong, full saturation of branding is that I embody this. I created a vibe in there. It doesn't feel like anybody else's group. When you're in my group, you know, you're in my group. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt. <laughs> You don't have to go check the thing and see if it's women networking or women helping or women supporting or right. if it's successful female or female successful. You don't have to check those things in Wonder World because it's full saturation branding, you know, and I didn't name my group what everybody else named their group. And I know that that's not a popular opinion, which I'm kind of famous for my unpopular opinions, but it's not a popular opinion because it's like, we'll just do what works, right? Well, I didn't know that because I didn't have anyone telling me what to do. So I just did what I thought was best for me. I didn't have like, Dino had no idea about groups at the time. He had no idea. Oh, like, okay. I mean, he had no, I mean, 
no idea what was going on in group land at all. Um, he had his group, but that was it. He didn't know anything about these women's group, like, cause obviously he's not a woman. Yeah. So he didn't know any research on them. So it was just like, go build a Facebook group. He didn't tell me how to build a Facebook group. He just told me to do it. And I said, okay. So I didn't listen to anybody. I just did it my way. And when I did it my way, it turns out that my way was drastically different than everybody else's. And so because it was so different, it worked. Um, it had its own competitive edge. I thought about things from a vibe standpoint before a keyword standpoint, right? Keywords came second for me. And so when I built the walls of that group, it was easy for me to fill it. It was easy for people to come and join it because they were inspired to be there. I didn't invite people. You know, my coach trains this invite strategy of, you know, you get friends on your friend list and then you invite them in. I never did that. Um, never. <laughs> uh, my friend list was already at 5,000 people at the time and it was full of bartenders. So I didn't have any room to add any entrepreneurs anyways. So I, I didn't do that. I only did inspiration, not invitation. And my group has grown rapidly. I mean, it's, wow. it's stunning how fast it's, how fast it's grown. Um, and I didn't really know how crazy that was until I started uh, seeing other people try and grow their groups and really struggling with it. Um, I didn't struggle with it because I didn't know that I was supposed to struggle with it. Exactly. That's, that's what, it, that's, what's amazing about breaking the rules or not following any rules. Just do it your own way. Right. I mean, yeah. sometimes not knowing is a good thing because you're going to do it your way and see what works. And it, obviously it worked for you. So maybe some would like wonder before you, st you had like the thousand and thousands of mem members, how, when you fir fir first started, filling up your Facebook group until you reached, for example, the first 500. So how, how did you do that? Well, I mean, for me, it was just inspiration. I was out in other groups. I was making connections. I was talking to people. Um, I was leaving value in comments. I was really getting to know people a little bit. And in doing that, I was doing my market research, right? It was like, right. I was starting to learn the language that my target market use. I was really conscious of the concepts that they talked about, the concepts that they struggled with, what was hard for them, what was easy for them, what they liked, what they wanted. I was listening. The way that I built my group was by listening. I listened to my, my, my target audience and I delivered what they wanted. Um, I've never done a competition. I've never done a challenge. Um, I don't do any of those things. That's I talk to people. And so when people get into my group, they already know, like, and trust me because they know, liked, and trust me somewhere else first, right? They were in that place right. and they saw it. They were inspired to join and I never invited them. And so there was never an obligation, right? And because we know that business is all reciprocal energy in one format or another. So I didn't beg them to join. So in not begging them to join, I didn't mess up that reciprocal energy, right? right? I inspired them to join. Right. They did. And then there was nothing between us. I didn't, they didn't owe me anything. I didn't, I didn't owe them anything for them joining my group, right. which is so much of it. And I don't just mean from their standpoint, I mean, from my mindset, right? In my mindset, I didn't have this thing of like, oh, I'm so lucky that you're here because I invited you and you came to my birthday party. Right. I never felt like that. So in not feeling that way, I didn't have that huge limiting belief block that so many people have when they run their groups. That's amazing. So tell us about the mindset shifts. I'm not sure if you, I'm sure maybe you had some like before 
you started this really successful, pro profitable Facebook group, like what mindset shifts you had um, so you would be here today? Well, I'm a big mindset girl in general. I know. <laughs> in general. I mean, <laughs> I've been really focused on mindset development for a long time. This is something that I trained in bartender teams 10 years ago. So for me, mindset crushing through mindset shifts is a daily occurrence. It's something that I literally do every single day. I'm doing mindset work um, that I love on the daily. And so there's always going to be another limiting belief. And I'm grateful for that because I invite the limiting beliefs because when I find a limiting belief, I can celebrate it, be super stoked that I found something new that I'm scared of because when I find something new that I'm scared of, I get to soothe that distressing emotion. And when I learn to soothe that dist distressing emotion, it's gonna open a new door for me. And so every time I find something that makes me uncomfortable, I get excited about it, right? right? Because it's yeah. new and I get to do something that I haven't done before. And I get to sit with my fears and my abandonment issues and all of the things. I get to sit with that and provide a little bit more solace for myself. And then every time that I do that, I build a little bit more self-assurance and guys, you know, like self-assurance is everything when it comes to sales. I so you, love that. If yeah. you don't have self-assurance, you can't sell. You yeah. can't, you can't do it. It's not confidence. Okay. It's not confidence. People will tell you it's confidence. They're wrong. It's not. Confidence is a symptom of self-assurance and self-assurance is built by soothing your own distressing emotions, not reaching out to somebody else for help, not needing your husband to come and save you, not needing your girlfriends to come drink wine with you, you doing it yourself. And when you learn how to soothe your own distressing emotions, you build self-assurance and then you can use that self-assurance to sell with. I love that because a lot of us, especially when we start our, you know, business uh, journey, even like along the, along the way that we think we have, the answers are outside of us. Like we always need to reach out to experts to tell us what to do, but our brain creates the results that we have. Our brain create, creates the results that we want. So all we need is just that connection with our fears, with our doubts, with our limiting beliefs, because they're not a problem. They're very normal. And it's something that you can live with, you can deal with. I love that because so many people yeah. think that fear is a problem and they should not feel fear. They should not, they should feel motivated the whole time and courage and but this is not how you feel all the time. No, and it's, it's not helpful because when you feel self, when you feel self-assurance, when you feel motivated, when you feel confident, you're not learning anything. Because yeah. you're in that, and it's fine. You get to take a break from learning. We all need a break from learning to go be confident and win for a while. But when you're not in the space of being uncomfortable because of something new, you are not learning. And if you are not learning, you are not growing. If you Absolutely. want rocket, you want rocket growth. You got to engage in rocket growth behaviors, and those behaviors are getting really close to your limiting beliefs, getting really close to your fear, and cozying up with it because that's what helps you level up. Yeah. Motivation. Motivation yeah. doesn't do that for you. No. Discomfort is the price of growth. And I learned that from my coach and I'm like, discomfort is the answer. If you feel discomfortable, you're not comfortable. That's amazing. <laughs> that's the win. We celebrate the win with that. Right. Tell us about like 
how 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 does it look like like building this online business a profitable facebook group having kids at home and time management stuff and the craziness in the world how does that look like for you well i've blocked my schedule at this point you know um i work tuesday wednesday thursdays and i um i i'm i'm divorced so i have my kids i have my kids uh we do three and a half days on three and a half days off they bounce back and forth but they're always with me after school so on tuesday wednesday thursdays i'm pretty much holed up in my office i get in here at 10 a.m i'm out of here by 5 30 um and i work tuesday wednesday thursdays i have fridays are my day for me Yay! no one else. I don't have the kids. I do whatever I want. <laughs> and sometimes that's jumping on a podcast. Um, sometimes that's going to the lake. Sometimes that's just being in a room all alone with nothing <laughs> and reading a book. Right? I get to do whatever I want on Fridays. I am writing a book right now. So I do spend some of my Fridays writing and I love that time Fantastic. for me. Right. I have that me time. And then on Saturdays, I spend that day with my fiance and we are just, just the two of us and we're just hanging out doing the thing. And then on Sundays, it's the kids, you know, it's all, it's all kids all the time on Sundays. And now with this COVID stuff, you know, yeah. the kids are home, the kids are home and they hate it, but I love it. <laughs> You know, I don't have little kids anymore. They're not little, so it's not hard. You know, I yeah. I enjoy their company. I like to be around them. My daughter is the best assistant on the face of the planet. And, um, you know, my son pretty much sticks to himself. So it's, it's very easy for me now. I'm very grateful to have older children. <laughs> I'm not there yet. Not even close. I don't know how I would do with balancing with a baby. My fiance and I sometimes talk about it and I'm like, I, I just don't think so. <laughs> Especially when your kids are older. Well, when I was in my twenties, I was like, no way I'm going to have a kid. Like no way. Even my, when I started my thirties, I'm like, Oh, I'll think about it. Not sure. I was never this woman who was like, yeah, I want to have kids and home and married. And I was never like that. I ended up with a marriage and kids, but <laughs> <laughs> was my choice um it's a lot it's it's really a lot and it's a big learning process for me i was struggling a lot because i had that mindset that i needed to do more and work more to make more money and build a you know a successful business but i had no life my health was always in bad shape um i had so much pain and i wasn't spending time with my husband at all like we weren't seeing each other and having a new kid that's like stress and you know frustration and it does a lot to the relationship that also you need to figure out the relationship with the kid so i figured from the beginning that's not gonna work i was miserable so i'm a life coach and i learned so many skills and so many tools so i'm like okay I know all these tools, how can I use them to serve me as a mom? And I realized like, I should not do like what entrepreneurs tell us to do. Like you should, you know, forget your kids, forget your life and just work and hustle and grind and stay up until two in the morning to do all of that. I'm like, no, I'm a mom. <laughs> and that's not how it works. I, I, I really appreciate the life I have. And I see that the life is a lot more than having a business. It's a lot more than just spending time with your clients. It's amazing, but there is a lot more in life than that. There's me, there's my kid that I love spending time with. So I just came up with this system that I always rely on and things get messy. 
with kids, with babies. But I know I have something I can rely on and depend on. I always go back there. So when I feel like things are falling apart, I know where to go. I know exactly what to do just to grab myself up and go back on my feet. And that's what I try to help women do. Like things are going to be messy, but, but now I work like three to four hours a day and that's it done. Like I focus, create results done. And the rest of the day, just with my kid and I work out and so, yeah, it's challenging, but it's discomfort that you're talking about. I, I grew so much in the last 10 months than I ever even imagined. It's amazing. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I share that, that growth pattern with you. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's interesting to see how much you can do when you create the system for it, right? Yeah. I mean, the dialing in those superpower systems is everything. Like, and at first when I was doing this, I was working and working and working because like with the Facebook ad clients, it was just, it was endless. Like I just, I couldn't stand it. And I was miserable doing it. And I was like making okay money, but I mean, so much work and so much stress. And that's like with coaching, I get to set my own boundaries. I get to do my own thing. And I say, you know what? Like I, I don't take client calls. I take, I have client calls Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That's it. Like I, I, I don't, I don't do any more. I'm not going to open a slot in my schedule for you. Like that's not happening. And you know, the women in my program respect that because I'm modeling it for them so they can teach that to their clients. Because here's the thing, you know, what's the point of entrepreneurship? What's the point of making $60,000 a month if you can't go to Mexico when you want to, right? Like that's yeah. the whole point is freedom. And if you're not, if you're not creating barriers to allow freedom, then you're doing it wrong because you're just trading your nine to five for a five to nine, you know, <laughs> it's not <Yeah>. worth it. <laughs> and you're crushing it, right? Like you're working with your clients three days a week, but you're crushing it in your business. Like yeah. you mind I mean, I have, numbers? I have 10 one-on-one clients right now. I have 10 one-on-one clients right now, but I have 52 people in my programs. So I have systems that are built out to manage that, you know, those are different kinds of systems than in each program. But, you know, that's not one-on-one time with every client, right? It's like I've built systems that make sense based on the monetary investment. And yes, in my high-level masterminds, those people got me way more than the people in my group builder courses because I create the systems that make sense to flow with that pattern um, that work for my life because that's why I built this. (laughs) was for my life. And yes, I help my clients, but I'm also helping my clients. And this is something that's so important, right? I'm helping my clients by setting boundaries so that I can model to them how to set boundaries for their lives so that they're not working 12 days a week. Absolutely. And you can still, you can still crush it even if you work half of the week, right? You can still make a lot of money because I think that's very important mindset shift that you can still make a lot of money in your business and even grow your business and work less. Like these yep. two can go together. Yep. It really just comes down to the systems. You have to have, you have to work to build the systems. Right. Um, and if you're, if you're not, that's the difference between working in your business and on your business, right? right? If you're in your business all the time, you don't have the mental capacity or the space to really develop those systems, which is why I stopped working Mondays. Mondays are not for clients. Mondays are the day that I do high level strategic development for my business right. because I do that for my clients, right? I help them with their high level strategic development so on Mondays I don't help them I help me Mondays are my day where I build my business and I work on my business 
And I love doing Mondays because I don't have to listen to anybody else's thing. I get to stay in my own energy. I get to be myself and I don't have to put out the fires because there's no fires in my business. Yeah. I love that. So uh, what quick advice or tips you would like to share with mom entrepreneurs? <laughs> you got to believe in it. I mean, that's I, it's so much of it, right? It's like, you have to believe in it. If you don't believe that you can make the money that you want to make staying at home with your kids, you're right. You know, it's like there's society that's been telling you whatever they've been telling you for however long they've been telling you. It's not true. You know, I mean, it's really not like I, you know, I closed $60,000 in sales in messenger last month, staying at home, working three days a week. That is the reality. That is what happened. And I'm brand new. You know, this is my, that was my, what, my fifth month in business. So it doesn't take time. It doesn't take all this crazy investment. It doesn't take endless hours of work. Right. That's not what it takes. It takes alignment and it takes belief. You get to believe in yourself a little bit more each day. And that's part of what being an entrepreneur is, is not having this company to fall back on this nine to five of somebody else believing in themselves and you working for them, right? Yes. You're working for you because you believe in you. And if you don't believe in you, it's not going to work because no one else will either. You need to listen to Nicole because it's truly, this is, this you need is, to listen to yourself. Exactly. <laughs> like, this is what it is. It's just believing in you. That's, that's business. It starts with you, not with the strategies, not with the selling and marketing and all of that. It starts with you and, the, and then money will follow. That's amazing. So where can people find you? Well, you can come to the group, come to the group. So you can join her. You should join Nicole. She's really amazing. Remarkable. The group is fantastic, inspiring, all of it. It's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun in there, you guys. We're definitely, um, you know, bring your headphones though, because it's not very kid friendly in there. So yeah. <laughs> I've cleaned it up. I didn't even say one all day today. So, you know, um, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun in there. We're doing a lot of cool things. I'm, I'm, you know, constantly rolling out something new. I got a whole bunch of programs running right now for you. So come on over. But also I have a gift for you guys today. Um, you can go over to nonstopnotifications.com. And when you go into nonstopnotifications.com, that's my lead magnet wonder world over there. So you can get access to my content strategy. This is my signature content strategy that I use for my personal page. Um, this is the one that got me those 10 clients in six weeks in, in digital marketing land. The same one, it's the same one I use now, same one that produced that, uh, a $22,000 launch in July and a $50,000 launch last month. Um, in August, I had four or five figure days um, using this, this formula. So go ahead and go snatch up my uh, content strategy for your Facebook, get you all dialed in up there. Um, and also there's a little bonus gift. There's a ultimate group guide you can click click on to. So it's all of those Goliath groups that we were talking about. And I've given you my promo schedule in there. So it's like, you know, some of those groups don't let you do self promo and all that stuff. But I've uh, had my lovely assistant. She took a bunch of notes and filled it all out for you. So you know which groups you can get away with what in. So it's oh, a I love that. guide. It's a secret guide. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. That's wonderful. Thank you, Nicole. It's, I really had so much fun with you today. I learned so much, although like I hear you a lot on Facebook, but I feel like today even I learned new things from you. 
Always <laughs> fun to talk to you. Always fun. So, so good. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here with us. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Bye. Bye. Hi, if you like all the concepts and tools that I teach here in this podcast, and if you want to connect with me and hang out with like-minded women entrepreneurs, you should join my private Facebook group, Strong Women Do Less and Have More. So look for Strong Women Do Less and Have More on Facebook and click on join. I'll see you there.